Welcome back, everybody. It's Daily DVR. It's Monday, October 16th. Wow, it's getting late there in the fall. 2023, my name is Axel. You can check us out at dvrpodcast.com or become a patron at patreon.com slash dvr. Today, we've got an old friend back. Believe it or not, folks, I'm in Monday, but we're talking to him in Tuesday. That's right. We're going into the future to talk to Peter from Australia. What's up, buddy? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, man. So what time is it? And it's it's Tuesday at what time where you are? Uh, it's six o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. So it's Tuesday. It's noon here. That's all. It's yeah, a, right. How's Tuesday? Is the world still there? Uh as far as I know, it is. I haven't checked on the, on the news. I'm a, a bit worried about checking on the news because uh, uh, who knows what else is going to happen. I know, man. It's been, uh, yeah, the news has taken definitely a bad turn. Not that it's always good, but uh, we're not here to talk about that today. We're going to catch up on some reality TV, some shenanigans, some things we've been watching Maybe even some shows. We haven't talked to Peter for like a year. Um, how you been, been in that, that year? Yeah, it's been a year. It was well. Let's see. Yeah, it's, it was um, a little less. It was November of 2023. The last well, time uh, yeah, that you were here. Year. Yep. Gee, time goes quick, doesn't it? It does, man. <laughs> it flies. <laughs> right. The older we get, it just. Keeps, uh, you know, I just had a conversation with my son about this because he was kind of fascinated about um, the idea that time flies when you're having fun, right? Yeah. We were yeah. talking about that statement. And it's just a thing you hear when you're a kid, you just hear. But then when you start really thinking about it, I said, why is that? He said, well, you know, when you're having fun, you don't notice the time passing, you're just into what you're doing. And then I just, we kind of had the conversation about how, hey, well, even if you're bored, you can still bring that feeling to it. You know, that's kind of the goal yeah. of life, right? Like to be amused by the mundane, like at least for me, at least. And I guess that's, yeah. that's why I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, when there's when there's TV shows, you know, forever coming up, you know, starting in six months, and then before you know it, it's it's starting already. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, yeah, time has has flown. It has flown by, baby. Um, and actually, I had brought up the notes of the things we talked about last time you were here. And the first thing we talked about is Love is Blind. But I think we talked about, for some reason, we were talking about season two. It's now up to season five. Maybe they just did that many seasons since you've been here. Maybe it was, maybe I had the date wrong. But um, you said to me that that's what you, you had some questions for me about Love is Blind. Yes. Now, I've finished the whole season. We've talked about it with Gina and Jenny. They just aired the reunion. Which, by the way, no spoilers, but it was actually pretty good. It was 
the best reunion they ever did because Nick and Vanessa Lachey shut the fuck up. They just like did not talk a lot. They asked a couple questions and then they let the people talk and argue and they did not chime in every two seconds with like a 15 minute story about their own marriage or, and they, and, and Nick Lachey actually asked a couple of pointed questions and Vanessa called a couple of people out. Uh, a little bit too much, like she overdid it a bit, but it was yeah. a very decent reunion. So you do have that to look forward to. But you said you've watched what the first couple episodes? Yep, uh, first two, um, two or three. I'm okay, not sure. okay. Um, I was just thinking uh, the. Oh, yes. There's an episode. I I think it was the second episode. Uh, The Fireman. Okay. Can't remember the names because I don't know them. uh, I think uh, PJ, right? Yes. And he was talking to uh, a girl. Yeah. And he opened up and he started crying. But the thing I want to ask you about is, like, I, I know Americans are big about their flags. Yes. About how yes. you do not do things to the flag. Yes, yeah. Now, him being a firefighter, when we first saw him sitting on the couch with her and he had an American flag next to him. Right. And then he started crying and he picked that up <laughs> and used that to wipe his eyes and then blow his nose on it. Yeah. <laughs> then he was wearing it. And then yeah. when he finished, he put it back down and flattened all it all out on the the couch again. And I thought, I don't really want him to do that after he's blown his nose on it. Uh, yeah, but that. <laughs> would that have gone well with like uh, right wing people over in America? Uh, you know what? Let me tell you something, man. This is uh, this is really funny that you bring this up first because last night I was watching. Um, I think it was the uh, actually I shouldn't say last night. I think it was yesterday. I was watching my New York Jets defeat the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL. That's another podcast around the couch that we do, but somebody had a, a a flag and instead of the American flag, it had like the Eagles logo and then like was in the color of the Eagles, but it was in an America, but it was an American flag. And you know what the thing is, man, listen, the rules just change all the time. I mean, that's the stupidity of, like are like kind of cultural arguments in America because yeah it it always the rules just change you're absolutely right 10 years ago if you had a flag with blue and black bars and like police symbols on it somebody would have thought you were making fun of the American police state but now motherfuckers fly that flag from their big fucking jacked up jeep or whatever and they're like all proud of like whatever i mean and this and 
conversely, anybody can put anything on a flag now. I guess it's just a thing that, yeah, back in the day, you were not supposed to, you were like, even I remember in school, they would have us like fold the flag and raise it in the morning and do the Pledge of Allegiance and all that shit. And um, you were not supposed to do that to the flag. So I did think it was kind of funny the way that he loved America so much. He just, all he did was wear like American flag pants and shirts. And then, yes, yeah. he did blow his nose into the American flag. <laughs> I think now you're only on what episode are you on? Uh, I, I can't remember if I watched the third one or not. Okay. So I won't, I, no spoilers. I think that has something to that that impacts their relationship in some way that they never really talked about on the show. But um, ah. that's the thing about this show. They don't really on some of the other, I mean, gosh, there's some shows where they explicitly, there's a new show called the raft. Have you checked this out? You would probably like oh, this I, man. I did watch the first one. Okay. Um, going to watch the rest as soon as I get around to it. Uh, it looked good. Survive, survive the raft. That's what it's called. Survive the raft. Yeah. Uh, I do like that. It's, uh, it's got that survivor element to it. Yeah. So I think I will enjoy that. Yeah. So for those that don't know, this is now on... I think it's on HBO Max and it was airing here on either Discovery or let me where was this uh let me see survive the raft Oh yeah it was on Discovery Channel um and then oh, they're airing okay. it on HBO Max here and it's basically yeah. Uh, hosted by Nate Boyer, who's a really good host, by the way. Very Jeff Probst-like. Very much like yeah, Probst. I, right? I thought that when I was watching the first episode that um, I wasn't going to have any problem with the host because he seemed pretty good. Yeah. He's really into it, right? He's like, come on, everybody. Um, yeah. It's inspired by a, an experiment in 1973 in which – a guy brought together purposefully a diverse group of nine strangers uh, from different races, religions, political affiliations, beliefs, blah, blah, blah. And they survived on this raft for like a couple of weeks or months for 21 days. But I guess actually it went further than that. It became like a thing. And they taught, they keep on throwing it back during the show. Um, but it's pretty intense, man. I, that's why I think you'd enjoy it because they really do challenge them. And the other thing is it's a rarity in, in the um, uh, kind of reality world, though Survivor recently has been doing it, may, maybe not in the best way, but where they actually do talk about politics and religion and gender and race and whatever, right? And they kind of oh, challenge cool. each other. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's a spoiler because it's like the first thing you find out in the show. There's this one guy and he's like, hey, everybody, you know, and he like really kind of lays into like the southern accent and a good old boy. And then he's like, and by the way, I'm uh, I work for 
Black Lives Matter. And I, you know, like he, it turns out he's like super progressive guy. And yeah. uh, he's like, joy. He's oh, like, I know that. Sorry, I know the yeah. guy you mean. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. They drop that pretty quick into the first episode. But, um, I, you know, so they do little stuff like that. But he, and he's naming things too. He's not just saying, I'm, a, I, you know, like on Survivor, they just kind of hint to it. Yeah. You know, like they say, I help people who need help or so who are disadvantaged people where in this show they're like talking about and they're like mentioning politicians and whatever, you know, um, where they kind of get I, I into was, it. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I do too. That's why I think it's fake on survivor. That's why I don't, that's why I find it a little bit distasteful when like, I don't know. What is your opinion? Have you seen the, the recent season of, uh, not to distract from Love is Blind, but I know you love Survivor. Have you been watching this, this recent season? I haven't started the new one. Well, well I don't suppose it's new anymore, is it? <laughs> um, but I have watched the previous few seasons. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's sort of changed a bit from what it used to be. Um. There doesn't seem to be as much uh, strategic talk and stuff like that. It seems to be going into a lot more of of people's backgrounds and and stuff like that, which I'm fine with. But get that over with early in the season, and then get to the the strategy of the game. And I think it's sort of lost its way a little bit. Maybe trying to be too pol- politically correct or something. Yeah, I think just to examine that, right? For me, I, I it's not that I felt it was ever pushing a narrative or anything. It's just I don't. I normally don't feel that these shows are really the best way to examine social issues or cultural issues in America, like. You've got a bunch of people who are there really for one reason. It's to be on a TV show. Let's not pretend. You know what I mean? It exists because of the TV show. So that's why I prefer a survivor where that's forward, where it's like kind of more truthful forward because survivor really in the end, does it carry over? Does anything carry over the culture or whatever that, it's made from of course they do but i think that's the rare occasion where it can transcend it it doesn't always but it can just with like fun people like tony or rob or like some of the more famous people who were more cutthroat about hey i'm here to play a fucking game yeah like we're eating we're not eating rice so i could be your best buddy and by the way when we go home i might text you once in a while but i'm not going to be your best friend i have my family and my own friends you know what i'm saying like i just yeah i kind of i'm feel, here to win a million dollars yeah yeah and actually i think you'll enjoy this season um, oh good because they've extended it to 90 minutes um, oh that's good and that is basically because of the writer's strike. They wanted to fill a whole, they wanted to be able to fill a whole night of Wednesday night. 
So they extended both The Amazing Race and Survivor, put them on the same night, so from 8 to 11, and then and then they just go right into each other, man. I mean, like, they even shortened kind of showing who did the votes a little bit. I feel maybe they didn't, but it feels to me like it's a little short, so they can go right into The Amazing Race. Um, right. Is The Amazing Race on the same channel? Yeah. Oh, right. It's always that. been. It's always been on CBS here. Ah, right. As, so as I knew Survivor was on CBS, but yeah. I just couldn't remember The Amazing Race. I suppose I should have, but, I mean, I've watched so many of them. It doesn't even uh, matter anymore, right? Peter, like, you, there's, hey, you're not, even because you're in Australia, you're watching it differently. There's plenty of people in America who just see it on, like, there's, I think Survivor was on Netflix for a while. I think there's still a couple seasons or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, people don't know anymore where shit is i don't even know i I don't know because like all the shows i get uh is it safe to say how i get it or not yeah i don't think anybody's going to come after you man i don't know i mean you are you know i I download (laughs) uh like most people in australia i think australia is one of the worst countries for downloading shows really um I think I saw that on on the news uh, not that long ago. And I think a lot of it's because uh, we've been treated so poorly in years gone by before we had all these streaming channels and when we just had the uh, uh, five channels, um, going back a few years, obviously, uh, the networks would uh, mess around with shows, show them out of order, um, yeah. not show them until you know there I was like telling me this. twenty or thirty episodes or yeah. something, and it was really annoying. I bet. And uh, now that you can stream, oh, you can download. Sorry. Uh, a lot of people do, and let's just say that the network channels or the even the streaming channels are really struggling to compete with the downloading mm. because there aren't many, like, I mean, obviously the big shows like your Game of Thrones and Succession, you know, those sorts of huge shows. Uh, are shown pretty much the next day after they've been shown in America. But the lesser shows or not as well-known shows can be sometimes uh, a month, a couple months, sometimes even, you know, six months before they they pop up here. And people these days, they're looking for the next thing all the time. And they if are, you see they? that yep. some show in America is uh, doing really big business, you're going to want to watch it. And people aren't waiting for channels to put it on anymore. No, and you and and when you have the ability to take control of it yourself, you're going to right. Oh, exactly, you know? and but, yeah. especially when you've got a. Uh, a virtual network 
so they can't trace you, you can't get into trouble. You're talking about uh, like a VPN, right? Yeah, VPN. Yeah. Um, it's a lot safer. Yeah, definitely. Now, before I had a VPN, uh, going back a couple of years now, I did get a few messages from my internet provider saying that I'd been caught downloading shows. Oh. And if I didn't stop, uh, <laughs> I'd be kicked off. And it doesn't sound like blah, you blah, stopped, blah. Peter. <laughs> no, I, I kept thinking, well, bugger it. They're coming to get you. I'm not going to wait, you know, for a year or something for a, a show that I want to watch. It's really and yeah. the Australian Australian TV. Let's just say that probably ninety percent of it is a complete waste of space. Yeah, mostly it's older American shows, uh, a few. British shows. Like what? What kind of old American shows? Oh, let's see. Um, uh, things like uh, The Big Bang Theory. Uh, it's just get, it gets repeated over and over. Friends gets repeated over and over. Oh, this is the same shit out here, man. Yeah, those are sold across the world. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. The, that's the problem, isn't it, Peter? Because... There have been studies that have shown, and it was first with music, then with um, TV and film, that pirating actually increases the like the you you are there is a higher tendency for a person who pirates to then purchase what they want if it's made available to them. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So it's like a you have to you have to think a couple steps ahead, right? Instead yep. of just thinking, okay, I made something, someone stole it and is watching it. No, you have to think what do they do after that? Because if they like it and if you made something good and a lot of people like it, if a service was then available that provided this for them for a fee that's reasonable, they would pay for it. And that's what happens yeah. That's, I mean, I think that's kind of like, uh, I guess an economist or a capitalist, I would say, well, hey, this is what the market drives it, right? But what yeah. you're saying is they never provide that. And that's the stupid thing, right? Like, I think here they provide that. There's a million opportunities. And even honestly, it is way for me, I, I don't download shit from the internet at all. I pay for everything, but it's e way easier for me to download it, put it on some server, link it to my TV, do all this shit and find it, find a good copy, blah, 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 you know, tr make it into a different file type, all that shit. Yep. I'm just like, why should I do that when I can pay like not that much money a month and just hit a button on yeah, my well, control and it's there, right? If if I could pay... uh a certain amount a month and be guaranteed to get the shows when they're first shown in America. I mean, I don't mean exactly the same time, obviously because the time difference, you know, it's going to set up at awkward times. But if we could get 
those shows a day after they were shown in America, I would be quite happy to pay for them. But when they delay shows, especially in this day and age when you've got the internet, you know, you go on Facebook and and whatever and people are talking about the shows and they're giving spoilers away yeah, or talking about how fantastic a show is and, you know, if you don't download it, you might be waiting another six months or even longer before you get to see it. Um, that, that's very it's, – it's much easier just to say, I think I'll just download it. Yeah. And watch it so I can join in the conversations. Otherwise, I'd, like, never get to listen to uh, guys like you and, and Bubba and, and all the rest, you know, yeah, doing your podcast about shows because – I'd be waiting forever for the shows to come on and then, you know, it's not the same if you want to be able to, you know, join in the podcast when you've done it rather than, you know, have to go back and and listen to it. Yeah, I've never – that's – I never understood that to be honest. I can remember one of remember with Lost was one of the first shows to drop simultaneously around the world. That was something that they kind of broadcast that they were I mean, I'm sure other shows did it or other films as well, but that they kind of broadcast that out there. Um, because that was part of the show, of course, being feeling as though it was like this multicultural worldwide phenomenon, you know. Um, but it's always, I've always felt that to be pretty silly because in the end we all now live in an interconnected world. I mean, dude, right? Like we're about as far away from each other, uh, two people could get in this world and there's like no delay. I'm talking to you. Technology is amazing. Like let's all, let's all use it, right? You should be able to have all these choices but, you know, it's silly when there's not, then it forces people to go to other means to get what they want to do, watch or, or listen to or whatever. Um, but when they're given the option, they will, like I'm saying, like in my, in my uh, case, it's just there's no use. There's no use in me like downloading stuff or doing anything. It would literally take more time and there's way I have, there's like too much that's available to me. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah. Honestly, I know. Look, the amount of times that new shows pop up on, on uh, my download sites. And the first thing I usually do is, is rush onto uh, your site or, or anyone else's to, you know, to see if there's a, uh, podcast just to see or, or, or an opinion um, by somebody just to see whether it's going to be something that I'll like. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a big advantage because it does mean that sometimes you just think, well, that's not for me. Yeah. Definitely. Otherwise, there, there, we haven't got a show here. I don't know if you do in America, but we don't have a show here that uh, has 
you know, like uh, coming up in uh, in summer, we've got this new show starting, and and here's a the preview of it, and or anything like that. So it's 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 pretty much you take a chance, you know, you download the first episode of something, and you you have a look, and you think yes or no. Sometimes you say no and then you regret it because, you know, you, you hear all these good reviews and you think, oh, I was a bit quick to drop that one, which yeah. I've done a lot. <laughs> but um, it is fun actually doing that, you know, just seeing a, a show listed and think, oh, I'll have a go at that. And then... It's it's really rubbish, or it's really good. Uh, you never never know until you watch it. Well, speaking of that, I just recently I was uh, sending the boys that we do the around the couch pod, Heath and uh, Brett and Andy, um, some of our downloads from around the world. And the shows that we did recently, Mayor of Kingstown, Rabbit Hole, and the show that continues, honestly, more than Game of Thrones, because there's so many podcasts about it now, right? There's like 5,000 yep. Game of Thrones podcasts, or probably yep. more than that, um, is uh, Mindhunter, which we're one of only two people two shows I think that covered every single episode in depth, like a, gave it gave an episode for episode uh, go at Mindhunter. Um, <clears throat> but I was sending them where our downloads are from around the world. And then every once in a while, it occurs to me, wait a second, this show doesn't even air in that country, especially mayor of Kingstown. Because Mayor of Kingstown is not available in a lot of the countries that we actually get a ton of downloads through Apple and other sources, right? Yeah. And it's and it's the only and then when I sometimes, not often, do I get the opportunity to ask someone, well, hey, how are you watching it? It's they're downloading it. And yeah. You think about that and you're like, okay, so someone from a country where this doesn't even air, right? Like there's no way to get it. You can't buy it there, right? Yeah. Legally is finding the show and watching it and liking it so much that they're also listening to our podcast. Shouldn't they then at least take the time to try to sell that show to the that country? That's what I don't get sometimes where... There's like, I don't know, is it money left on the table? Is it, um, it's sometimes just hard with rights and stuff like that, you know, to do yeah. that. I don't know enough about the buying and selling of international television and film, but I can tell you that more so, less for Mindhunter because Netflix is pretty much available around the world, but for, yeah. for, um, Mayor of Kingstown, Rabbit Hole, people from all over the world and a lot of countries where it does not even air are still downloading yeah. it and watching it 
and then liking it enough to listen to a podcast about it, which is like a, I don't even do that for a lot of shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So you have to think, Hey, there's, 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 uh, there's something wrong there that they, or, or, Hey, even in our advanced world, there's still shit we got to figure out. Right. Like on that, on that, on that, uh, route. But, um, exactly. You, what's, did you have another question about love is blind? Cause your first one was very funny. Uh, I did have, uh, just trying to remember what it was. I got it. Uh, I've forgotten it. It might come back to me, but we'll, okay. it we'll might come going. back. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have checked out just to, uh, talk about some stuff that we've talked about here on the pod before you said you checked out the first couple episodes of the new Real Housewives of New York City. What did you think of that? Yeah, I liked it. I um, I always worried about going into the, a new Housewives. Uh, I watched a lot of the Beverly Hills Housewives because my wife loves it. Um, okay. She doesn't like or didn't get into any of the others. So I, I've sort of stayed away from them. And then, of course, <laughs> over the seasons, it's hard to get into one that's already had like eight or nine seasons and and you don't know who the people are and everything like that. So when you mentioned that they had recast it, I thought, uh, oh, well, this is a good excuse to start watching it. And, uh, yeah, watch the first few episodes and, of course, it's going to take a little while to get to know the people, as you'd expect. Uh, but I, I'm enjoying it so far. Good. Is there any – any? Um, did you hear us chat about it? What, it? what do you think about the different women on the show? Do you have any opinions or you're just, just kind of getting into it? Uh, just getting into it, but I do like that it's got a good range of of different women. My thing about the Beverly Hills Housewives, whilst I enjoyed it up to a point, I thought that a lot of them were too much the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. You could easily just change the... Um, the storylines or change the people in the storylines and it wouldn't have made any difference uh, because, you know, they were saying the same things and doing the same things and and it really, like, they had that big thing about, uh, what was her name, was it Erica and her husband who was a lawyer who, who was in trouble and she was dragged into it. And this is Beverly Hills I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, it goes off the rails, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it, that was quite interesting because Erica was really uh, a bit of a, um, a bitch, to be honest, having a go at everyone and, it was all about her and she didn't care about the people that lost money and all this sort of stuff. And, and that was, that was good. I enjoyed that because it was really dramatic and that, but once they got over that, 
uh, it was sort of a, a letdown after that because it was just back to let's have a dinner party, somebody will say something <laughs> and that will cause an argument. Which they'll talk about for three shows, <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, it's, and they've always put seriously. At some point, yeah, the the trope of we're gonna have what? What do we? How do we? How do we make some drama happen? It can't just happen when they're like sitting around at a house, right? Yeah. If if we do it in a public place, there's a lot of places that don't want that in their spot and it's a little harder to manage. So someone has to do like this elaborate dinner party. And I think one of the most fun things that happens on these shows is where they have the dinner party, but it's not at their house. It's just at some rich friend's house. And then they just yes. go to that house and yell and scream or, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> or and there's always there quite, quite a few times that I was saying to my wife, whose house is that? And she'd be saying, oh, I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny, man. Yeah, those that, that I, I fell off on um, the uh, Beverly Hill. I just I just watched New York, New Jersey. I'm going to I think I'm going to go back to Beverly Hills because next season. Uh, what's her name? Kyle Richards. This season is going to be about the split from her husband, Mauricio, who... Oh, did they split? Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't... See, the fun thing is that I don't pay attention. I, I'm not on Instagram. I don't go on Twitter. I, nah. maybe, you know, on Facebook, I update our um, our uh, group, and I'll post some picks of my family or Legos or some shit or just, and I look at other people's shit and just like, Oh, that's nice. I can't do the social media thing anymore. It's really, I think it's become just so much arguing and shit, you know? Um, yeah. so I kind of stay away from it. And that means that I don't pay attention to any of the gossip stuff. anymore. So I have no idea. Like I kind of like not being spoiled even though a lot oh, of yeah. you know a lot of people in these shows know everything that's going to happen already because they've been following it along on Instagram, uh, yeah. especially the Bravo shows, which I don't. So I don't know what's happening. So I'm actually surprised when this person hooks up with this person or this happens with this because I couldn't really conceive of actually giving any of my time to like Paige DeSorbo's. Instagrams or any of the weird people that I watch on TV, I, it doesn't cross over into that world for me, you know? Yeah. So I hate, and it happens a lot on reality shows, um, especially things like The Bachelor um, uh, or all those sorts of shows and, and even Housewives a lot of the time. That the first episode they show, and then they say coming up on this season, <laughs> and they show you all these. I don't watch of, it, Peter. I don't. I'm a uh, old school. I don't watch coming up. I don't watch the um, recap from the last episode because all that's doing is just recapping you on things that you know. Then what's going to happen? 
right? You're not surprised. Yeah, I don't watch any of them. Through that I don't watch commercials. I don't watch every once in a while. If the season is like a couple months away for something or a, or, or a movie, I might watch like half a trailer or something. Um, yeah. On this podcast a couple of weeks ago, I watched a couple trailers. I was like, why not? I don't even remember what happened in those trailers, you know? Yeah. So if it's something I really want to watch, I'll probably forget it by that time. Anyway, I'm, I'm old and I smoke way too much pot, but, um, <laughs> I never, that's what I hate. Dude. Like my wife and I watch, um, some of the 90 day fiance shows, not all of oh, them. Yeah. Because those shows are, there's like a million of them. Oh, it doesn't um, hate now. <laughs> yeah, but they, they're doing one. I don't know if you've, it's currently airing where they just bring a bunch of the old couples to like a, some cheesy freaking Florida hotel and they just hang out and they talk. It's like called like couples therapy or couples vacation or some shit. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, that guy, Ed, you know who I'm talking about. The guy with, Oh like, yeah. No no, fell Ed. Yeah. yeah. He's whoo. Wow. Um, and Kilani and, um, uh, I don't remember what her husband's name is. You know, those two from Samoa. Yep. Those yep. two who knew who, by the way, named their kid Kennedy and like something I'm like, really? Like <laughs> what? What's your name? Kalat? Like, like my name is William. I didn't name my kid Kalani. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be like it's a little off. Maybe it's not really my cult. You know, it's not. But hey, if you want to name your kid Kennedy, I guess that's that's what you do. I thought it was very yeah. strange. Um, but it says something about the two of them, too, and about because I remember her father was like, do not marry a Samoan man like yeah. Samoan men are bad. And guess what, though? He was right, though. But I don't think it was. Yeah. I don't think I don't think all Samoan men are bad. Um, anyway, they do this thing where even if you're watching it on HBO or I should call it Max. They still do the like. They show you the it the 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 segment ends, and then they say coming up after the commercial, and then they show you a uh. preview, and then it just there's no commercial, and then it just starts again. I'm like, you motherfuckers are so lazy. You can't edit that part out. Like, I hate that. Yeah. And or a yeah, coming I attraction. Know. Even if you're going rolling into the next episode, they still show you what ha like the preview for the episode. Amazon does that. Like Netflix is the only one that gets it right. Once an episode ends, I counted, it takes less than five seconds for the new episode to start. Yeah, get straight into it. Bam. And when they do reality like Love is Blind, there's no recap. Bam. They go right into yeah. it. The recap triggers, I think, if you end an episode, stop, and then wait 24 hours. Then sometimes uh, I think they'll they'll trigger a um, a recap, but you can, but it comes up real big and you can go right past it. But um, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, man. I feel your pain. Yeah, uh, there are quite a few, especially reality shows that that do a recap of last week and then they go straight into and coming up tonight and you're thinking 
just get on with it. I don't want to be spoiled. I don't want to see that so-and-so is going to hit so-and-so or, uh, you know, don't want to see them talking about stuff that happened last week that we've already seen them talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like really annoying. I hate We've it. got a show here. Uh, I was going to mention this earlier when we were, we were discussing shows. Uh, a show called The Block. Does, is that over in America at all? American yeah. version? Wait, is that where they is that where they rehab like a whole street? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, my wife loves it. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. They have it here too. I, the guy Tyler, whatever, hosted. Yeah. I don't like the amount of time they show. Something that happened before the ads, and then they come back from the ads, and they show it again. And then, whenever somebody mentions something about a previous room or previous judgment or something, they show it again. Yes, I I know it exactly and, what and you're talking about, buddy. Have the running time if they just took out <laughs> all the repeated stuff. I know. I and. Yeah, it's very fucking annoying. It's I don't it's just like um on sports, the crawl where they put the the scores under the screen and it's like yep. hey, guess what everybody? Everyone in the fucking world who is watching this also has the capability of looking at their phone. Nobody yep. why are you taking up a third or whatever of the screen with your stupid crawl on the bottom? And ESPN out here is the worst. In order to in order to maintain the aspect ratio and not cover the other bullshit that they're selling at the bottom of the screen, they actually shrink the aspect rate. They shrink it down. And most people don't even notice that black bars then appear on the side of the screen. And no, that ain't because it's in a like a better format. It's so they can put more shit on the bottom of the screen. I there was like I feel like there was a um that is one thing that jumps from the internet to television. Because when you look somebody's gotta write a book on this. Maybe I I'm not gonna fucking do it. So somebody take my idea. What actually the internet has taught filmmaking, television, and film in general, like YouTube has apt nothing. Like, I don't think there's one thing that has been invented or done a lot on YouTube or TikTok or anything that has then made its way successfully into television and film besides a bunch of bullshit on the screen at once <laughs> like that's it yep. right and and yep. actually they stole that from the old vh1 pop-up videos who did that before the fucking internet did it um oh really yeah you remember they used to have that all the time they things would pop up on then they'd have they'd run this over here they put a little face a little it was like early emojis and shit like that on the screen yeah that's that right. was before the well that was early internet but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I I I don't know. That is I, one of my my number one hates is when they put up ads for programs. Oh, that's um, the worst on the, the bottom corner, of the screen, yes. and it ends up taking you know like quarter of the screen. Yeah. 
because they've got to show people or something. They, they, they don't just and, put yeah. the name of the show, you know, they've got to show people as well. Yeah. That happens really less annoying. on, yeah, that's more on the cheesy. That's like lifetime discovery. They'll do that, right? Like a yeah. new episode. Well, on, on the Australian TV, they do that on every channel oh. except for the uh, public broadcasting channels. Okay. Maybe they do. You know, it's been so long since I've really watched network television. Yeah. Because another thing that's infiltrated American network TV is I would gather that a good 20 to 40% of all the network primetime shows are game shows at this. It's like a crazy amount of press your luck or snake oil or um, Shazam or, or the masked singer type thing. That's another type. Yeah. It's like all these weird game show slash ways for B C D list celebrities to pop up and be a contestant on it. It's like um, yep. Hollywood squares, you know? Yeah. It's reverse. It's like a reversion. Mention funny. You should mention that because I was reading an article in the guardian just yesterday. And I was saying that the last time they had a writer's strike, which is going back a few years now, uh, all these reality programs popped up to fill the schedule. And this year, uh, this time, it seems to be game shows instead. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, yep. I do think that's true. The Hollywood game night. Let's see, Ryan Seacrest doing Wheel of Fortune, Celebrity Jeopardy, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Oh, yeah, there's an interesting, I'm looking at it right now, there's an interesting New York Times article about this. Um, and there's even, it's, it's not even taught, let's see. See, that's, see, I guess there's, it really is different, Um, like the mass Singer or, dancing with the stars or something. These are more the game shows is when they have celebrities, but they always have normies, right? That yep. are plucked from obscurity to be on television and, and the potential to win lots of cash and prizes. Uh, yep. That's the thing that I'm really talking about. And I just, I'd never, Gosh, I haven't watched a game show in forever. Every once in a while, I'll catch a Jeopardy, but um, it's it's kind of interesting. Dude, we don't get certain shows like we don't get Jeopardy here because uh, it's seen as too American. Really? Okay, I can see Saturday that Saturday Night Live because it's seen as too American. We've never got it. Uh, all the all the years when it was at its finest, they still didn't show it here because they said oh, Australians won't get it. Which oh. I always thought, mm. well, you know, I've watched a lot of Saturday, or not a lot, but quite a few episodes over the years of Saturday Night Live, and I've understood what they were joke, uh, making yeah. jokes about. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. Well, I guess they did their studies. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, hey, Maybe listen. I'm not 
the the uh, target audience. No, you're not the target audience, Peter. Hey, speaking of that, um, look at that. We've like talked for an hour already, and we're just chatting. I love that. Oh. I got a couple questions for you. Yep. Um, from Heath and and Brett and and Andy, I told him I was. We were talking about football. And I said I'm about to do a pod with Peter. Do you got any questions for him? And and solo. Brett and Andy have some sports questions, but um, yep. Solo has a TV question for you. He said, okay. ask him about the show Underbelly. I'm a big fan. Is he a fan? And if so, what are some of his favorite seasons or what does he have to say about the show? Underbelly started off really good. Like the first I don't know if you can call them seasons because each season was sort of showing different people, different crimes and stuff. Um, but for the sake of this podcast, we'll, we'll just call them seasons. Uh, the first couple seasons were like some of the best TV that's been on Australian TV. Then they started to run out of uh, ideas, I suppose. That it's, well, considering that they were based on real characters and real crimes at the start and they used up the main characters in the first few series... Ah. After that, uh, they were lesser characters, but they tried to make them sound like they were just as important. Yes. So I'm looking this up, and as you're talking, I'm learning this. So the first series is based on the book Lead Belly Inside Australian's Underworld. Yep. Um, And then there were a bunch of subsequent um, seasons that were a part of that series, okay? That were a part of that, uh, were still based on that original work. Then they did a novel by a different guy. Then they did a couple of seasons called Underbelly Badness based on a different guy, Anthony Parrish. And then a yep. sixth season, Underbelly Squizzy, based on the events surrounding Joseph Squizzy Taylor. And that was a yep. whole different... Oh, okay. And then there were three movies released, too. Um, the whole problem was that the the real uh, bad characters were in the first couple seasons. Like the real, like, uh, crazy drug kingpins and all that sort of stuff, they were all covered in the first couple series, which made okay. that's what made those series so good because the acting was like unbelievable, it was well written, it was all based 
well, not all of it, but it was based on true story. Obviously, they had to make up things because they don't have what people said to each other and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and so it was great. And then they just decided to start milking it. Yeah, well, that happens. They did a season. Oh, wait, they did a a movie on Chopper. So, but this was the same about the same guy, but it's not the famous movie that made Tom Hardy. That wasn't that Tom Hardy who was Chopper. No, it was Eric Bana. Uh, it was Eric Bana. Yeah, yeah, it was Eric Bana. Yeah. No, Tom Hardy was Manson. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, Eric Bana did a fantastic not job. Not Manson yeah oh chopper dude let me tell you something for i fucking love that movie for years uh i think at world of video every time somebody was like hey is there like kind of an action movie or something really you know that i might have never seen i was like you ever you ever seen fucking chopper bro and andrew dominic (laughs) is one of my favorite directors that that guy is amazing man i mean yeah he is fans he's a fucking amazing director um, but yeah, Chopper, I should watch that again. And uh, to think, because he, he does Eric Bound, it doesn't even look like that anymore, right? Like he really put himself into that part. He, that guy's got range, man. He's one of those guys yeah. who really propelled himself out of nowhere into superstardom, you know, and that movie yeah. helped, but he made some good. You forget about he did a bunch of little romantic comedies here and there. He kind of made himself available to a wide audience. And um he's a great actor, Eric Bonnet. I love that dude. What I always liked was uh you see him in Chopper and you think, Wow. And then you saw him in uh what was that one? Um one where he, he comes back in time and the time traveler's wife, yeah, and he is so sort of normal and it's hard to imagine him being chopper. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah, he. I it's think like a lot of two complete opposites. Yep. Yeah, but he's a great actor. That's no doubt in that, and he does beg for my football team, St Kilda. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, hey, yeah. that that brings us into our second question. Speaking of sports, yep. Brett says, do you watch any American sports leagues and do you have any teams that you root for in uh, America? I used to watch uh, American football all the time. Um, okay. I don't know where it's on anymore unless it's on cable because it used to be on just one of the free-to-air channels we used to get like a game a week on a monday i think okay um and it was like the full three hours or four hours i think i think it was live i'm not sure about that or slightly delayed because it started early in the morning uh but i'd quite often get up and watch it then uh, years and years ago, we had a guy whose name was Don Lane. He was an American. Uh, he came across to Australia and, and had his own, you know, like Tonight Show, and it was um, very popular. 
And then when he eventually retired from that, he started doing a, a American football show. And what he'd do would be show highlights of of every game except for one. And then the one game, they would show all of it, except they would edit out all the bits between the plays. So you'd see a play, you know, the first down, and then they'd be setting up for the, the second down. So you didn't have the time in between, so it didn't go for four hours. Oh, yeah. Or, oh, you know, they um, show – they actually – um that's a that's a whistle to whistle. That's a thing that they show here now. Um, you can actually like get it, that eh? on, uh, yeah, the YouTube, you know, YouTube TV. I haven't seen if they're showing that for the games because I've been watching the full games. But um, yeah, that's a thing. Where they just cut, uh, it just jumps uh, my, to the hike, and then the guy goes down. They say something, then he gets back up. Yeah. Uh, so that was really good, and of course he was a mad American footballer, uh, footballer, football fan. I think he, uh, no, I can't remember who he actually supported, but it doesn't matter. Um, but it was great because you'd see all these highlights of all the games, all the you know winning touchdowns or all that sort of stuff or, or highlights of somebody who had a fantastic game. I think it was back in the days of Dan Marino and... Um, Joe Montana and all those sort of quarterbacks. Um, and then it either got axed or the rights went somewhere else or something and it was taken off. And then a couple of years ago, one of the channels just started showing out of the blue, just started showing one game on every Monday. They don't do that now. So I have a feeling it must have gone to cable because it's certainly not on any of the streaming channels that we've got here. Uh, I would watch it more if it was um, available. Oh, hey, look. I found this whole article about this, Peter. I'm going to put it on our Facebook page. Oh, cool. Um, And it has a little bit of a clip of what you're talking about. Don Lane talking about um, American football. The article is called From the Guardian. Don Lane and the Delayed Telecast. The Life of an NFL Fan in 1980s Australia. Oh, I'd like to read that. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I'll send it to you here. I'll uh, I'll put it up on the Facebook page and I'll send it to you on the FB as well, my friend. You can read about it. That's cool. Did you have a team? Uh, for a long time, it was the Chicago Bears. Oh, okay. Not for any reason. Well, they were very popular in the eighties. You know, they especially were. That's with- probably why I started yeah. going for them. But I didn't particularly care. I just, you know, wanted to see a good game and stuff like that. And you kind of answered Andy's question, which was how easy is it to access? I bet you if you paid, you you could probably get like an NFL Sunday ticket type thing. You just have it at obviously a different Uh, time. There is something that you can 
paid for and like the AFL, the Australian Football League. Yeah. If you're overseas, you can pay and you get the rights to it or something. And I'm yep. sure I've seen an ad for NFL. Let's see. DAZONE actually offers full coverage of the NFL throughout the season, ESPN. Oh, yeah. So it's basically they kind of sell it. Oh, Foxtel, Foxtel Now, Fetch TV, Kyo Streaming Service. And, 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 and DAZONE offers NFL, which was actually started by the guy who used to run ESPN. Um, oh, okay. Is offering an NFL Game Pass subscription for the 2023 24 season. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, I would think it's not hard to watch the NFL. Yeah, I think in, if you Do they show it in bars and stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In the so. sports bars and stuff. Yeah. We, yesterday, um, um, we watched, we were flipping in the morning, actually. Or it was Saturday morning. We we're waking up. We we're having breakfast, and my son and I were watching TV. And I said, "Ooh, look, rugby's on!" And we watched a little bit of rugby. Oh, and yeah. he he was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like they don't have any helmets or any pants on. This is fucking. No. This is crazy. Rugby is something that I've never got into. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like this whole idea of you got to throw the ball backwards to go forwards, and uh, I, I just don't get the appeal of it myself. Mm. But I'm, it is I'm kind of the roots of Aussie rules football. I think it's more my go. Oh yeah, that's something we should try to watch that too. Okay, because I mean rugby is kind of the roots of. NFL, right? It is, yeah. Yeah, when you think about it. it yeah, I, I'm sure that that's come into at some stage. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, historians trace American football to, so yeah, it's kind of soccer and rugby. Yeah, but it's man, a mixture it's of everything. Well, you Australians are, are made of different stock, man. I couldn't be doing any rug, any uh, any rugby. Though I should. Funny say, enough. Oh, go ahead. Years ago, there was a guy in uh, playing Aussie rules football, and you know they they just play in just shorts. They don't have the padding and all that as well. And for some reason, he wanted to play in uh, like the pants that they wear in American football. <laughs> Which are kind of like and, tights, actually. Yeah, yeah. And and he he wore them for one game, and got told he wasn't allowed to wear them again <laughs> for some reason. Uh, the The league said no, that's not appropriate. No, it's not <laughs> I never understood. <laughs> that is kind of strange. I yeah, know. I mean, it's not like it gave him any advantage or anything. Uh, I don't know. Well, there's always stuff like that. Like I was watching uh, yeah. Netflix has an interesting four part series, though I don't think it needs to be four parts on David Beckham. And oh um, yes, I did actually just see that the other day. Yeah. I saw it listed and was wondering whether I should get it or not. It looks good. 
I, I watched about what I'm almost done with the first episode and yeah. um, I can kind of tell they're going fast through some stuff, milk and others, you know, depending on who they can get to talk, but it is by Fisher Stevens who was famously in um, uh, Johnny number five. Remember the uh, short circuit um, two? remember that? Oh yeah. Back in yep. the day. And um, yep. he was in a bunch of other movies from our youth. Then recently he was in succession and he was on lost too. And he also um, has directed a bunch of different documentaries. Most famously, what was that? The whale one, uh, the cove, I think he directed. Didn't he direct the cove? Um, yeah, I think he might have. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but anyway, he directed the um, the Beckham the Beckham documentary, and of course, it's yeah, he did direct the cove, um, and it's one of those uh, typical kind of, you know, Beckham's involved with it, so they're not exactly. It's not you know. They're not breaking any new ground. It's like so many of these sports documentaries where they involve the person or music. It's just like yeah. the music, um, the movies they make, like the Freddie Mercury movie. I watched that movie and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, just, <laughs> this guy didn't live like this. Come on. It was Freddie Mercury. That guy was fucking nuts. The drugs, yeah. the sex. Like, he didn't just all of a sudden was like, I'm gay. It was not some like coming. That, that dude was like into debauchery. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. This was not this sanitized version that they're showing us here. Um, and like the Elton John one, I'm like, I'm not going to watch this either. Like Elton John's going to be honest about all the fucking blow he's done out of dudes, anuses and shit like that. Come on. It's Elton John. Exactly. He was in the seventies. Dude is nuts. Yeah. It would be rated triple uh, X if they showed anything real in this. Yeah. Uh, that, I didn't bother watching the, Freddie Mercury. No, it was terrible. just because of I thought they're not going to show the real life. No way, dude. It's like they're making they're a Michael Jackson a, one. a Hollywood version of what they think Hitler's like. Oh yeah, that is what it is. Yeah, they they. But it's the same with these sports documentaries. They're they're kind of fun, and you know you like them, but they're not really documentaries. They're marketing pieces. They're publicity pieces. Yeah. Where they give the final cut to the participant or the focus of it, which is not really what a documentary is about. But you, you know, we're all we're all adults. We know this, but yeah. um, it's and, fun. And I'm sure the uh, documentary only came about because he ended up in America playing. Yes, so, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's a uh, a messy documentary in the works. Yeah, exactly. Other people are getting too much press, right? Yep. You got to even it out. Um, well, hey, man, I take a look at the the clock here, and I must be moving along, but it's been All right, wonderful. before we go, oh, yeah. I just remembered a, remember the show that I wanted to quickly talk about. Yes, do it. And quickly is the word because- It's fine. Uh, I'm not in a rush. Just- Milf Manor. Oh, yeah. 
Here I thought we were going up, but we're going straight down to the gutter, aren't we, Peter? Tell wait, me about I, yeah, I watched one wait. episode of this. I couldn't I couldn't do it. I struggled through five. <laughs> and I thought the first episode was so bad that it couldn't possibly get any worse. Yeah. I was wrong. Yes. Um, now, wait. It can got we... worse as each episode <laughs> went along. Can we please, can we please um, point out, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read you the log line of this show. Um, this aired on TLC first in January of this year. It started. So we don't know if it's been renewed. It was only nine episodes, by the way. Um, right. Eight single women between the ages of 40 and 60 live in a villa in Mexico to pursue romantic relationships with eight single men a few decades younger. Now, this is where I've, I was watching the show. And I said, okay, I'll, this is kind of fun, right? This is like old ladies, older ladies. I mean, this is like my age group here. Older yep. ladies going to get it on. Milf Manor with some hot young dudes. What a, hey, it might be fun. Then they give the kicker, which is also absolutely revolting. Ugh. The show reveals that those eight young single men are actually their sons. <laughs> no well, one I needed never, to watch this. <laughs> what I never understood was, okay, so the mothers have, have got the invitation to come on this show and uh, meet younger men. Okay, you know, fair enough. But their sons have also been... Uh, given a go on a show where they're going to date older ladies and like none of them put two and two together. Yeah. It was very strange, dude. I know. Right. They, it was, oh. and, and it did seem, uh, and I think they did and it seemed not believable. And I was out. I don't even think I got through the first episode because it's just, look, I can't incest and all that type of shit. I don't care what is brother, sister, mother, son, uncle, whatever. I don't, I just, I'm not, I don't need, if it's on Game of Thrones, okay. You know, it's a plot point. We'll get, th we'll, we'll muddle through it, right? Yeah. But when yeah. it's like on a reality show, what am I, I mean, what, what, why are you going to sit there and watch your kid make out with someone? And it's just to me too, it gets to like the worst kind of parent that exists, which is the parent who wants to be the friend. They're, the, oh, yeah. they're like my friend. They're not really my mom. She's like my sister. No, that's your fucking mom. And if you think she's yeah. your sister, you need to go to therapy because you probably had a fucked up childhood. Exactly. And that's why you're on a reality show. <laughs> Look, there were, there were two extremely funny bits that I'll mention. And I'll say that they were the only funny bits. Unintentionally funny, of course. But the first one, uh, a, a lady who I think was 50-something, and she was going out with one of the sons who was 22. Okay. Oh, and she said to him, Mum, so have you ever dated an older woman? 
And he said, uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my last girlfriend was two years older than me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I, I thought, well, two years isn't yeah. what? Add a zero, buddy. Oh, oh, dear. And then um, the women are sitting around just having a chat, and one of them says, uh, what's the difference between MILF and cougar. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And and all the ladies are saying things like, uh, "I think cougar means that there are the ladies are a little bit older, or the men are a little bit younger, or something." And I'm sitting there yelling at the screen, "Don't you know what MILF stands for?" Like <laughs> I say, well, I, you know. Of course, the Wikipedia page is hilarious because it ha- someone had to write this sentence. The show's title refers to the acronym MILF, meaning Mother I'd Like to Fuck, though the show's <laughs> definition of MILF leans closer to the idea of a cougar, in which an older woman actively pursues younger men, whereas the term MILF only implies the sexual attractiveness of the woman and not her own romantic sexual tendencies. Yeah, it's actually pretty it correct. Just like, I couldn't have said it better. It, it was just it was so hard to watch, and in fact, uh, because of that, and how much I struggled and hated it, and before I gave up, um, I haven't watched any ninety day fiance <laughs> or anything. <laughs> yes, I, I will get back around to it, Gilani. but just for a while, it just put me off reality show because i couldn't stop thinking about it let me tell you something buddy that's the way i feel about the new season of 90 day fiance because um let's just say they have leaned in to the cuckoo and even more (laughs) so than normal like normally that show has a cut like you would say couple of the people okay maybe they would in some world be a couple right maybe yeah and then there's like the rest of the cast is like that's fucking ridiculous these people are (laughs) like i remember the woman my wife and i always laugh about this the woman who was from like tennessee or something lived of course like in this small town her whole life meets some guy muhammad from like Morocco or something not no it wasn't even Morocco it was like I don't remember where it was it was a was very Tunisia or somewhere yeah, it was a very Muslim country yeah and she goes over there and keeps on trying to make out with him in public and hold his hand and she's like ha- dressing half naked and he's like yo you're in a Muslim country you can't be doing this and she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, well, you don't love me. You won't make out with me in public. And he's like, No, do you understand? I'm Muslim. You're in a you're in a Muslim country. There are literally laws against us doing this. You cannot do yeah. that here. And like, she never fucking Googled anything. Like, I so sometimes that show really annoys me because. That in a way is like doubly racist or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's just wrong yeah. all the way around. Um, because they never they never look into um, how could that be? You know, it just it doesn't. What the conditions are like in other chan- uh, uh, other countries? It not only is that disrespectful; it's just plain stupid. 
Like yeah. I, I was telling my wife, if I'm driving an hour away, I'll probably check what the weather is or something. You know what I'm saying? Or like, what's yeah, going on exactly. over there? You have yeah. a phone, use it, motherfucker. Like this is how you met the guy. It's not like you don't know how to use the internet. So it's a little fishy. But this season is like a little doubly fish. There's a couple of them where you're like, okay, what's going on here? Like it just, it's just, and they're, I, I don't know. It's just, there, there, there's also a lot of plastic surgery in this season. Like a lot. Oh, really? Yes. Like, like a good portion of the women are unrecognizable. Like two in particular are it's like to an extreme like where it's like what is going on these people just so desperate for attention they're obviously they're on a tv show but that's where it turns not fun for me to watch you know what i'm saying man like yeah like you're talking about like you're just like it just turns you off like i can only watch like half an episode and it literally yeah. sometimes gives me a stomach ache. I was like, why am I watching this? I don't even know if I can continue. I probably will because I'm nuts. But yeah, that that's like the trashiest of trash, I think, is 90 Day Fiance. Um, it is. And yeah. with they have so many different shows now oh, God. in that insane. Um, theme. And a lot of them start in the... What's it? 90 days before the 90 days. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or, or <laughs> yeah, dude. You're watching 90 Day Fiance, and then they flash back to all this footage. And so my wife and I are like, oh, yeah, they must have been on before the 90 days. So it's yeah. like they're not new to this. So their their shtick has been well honed. You know what I mean? It's almost like yeah. – the um before the ninety days is like the bush league where they like practice. It's like triple A, and then they graduate to the big show, and <laughs> and by the time they do that, their shtick is just it's just boring and like there's just this and there's this one dude on the show, um who is an Adam Sandler character come to life. Like he talks <laughs> like the, he's like hi, hi, I can't wait till she comes here. Like, it's just really, you should watch it, man. You will laugh your ass off. and But it uh, might we'll also it give you a stomach ache. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's just very, very weird. But it's on TV and we watch it. We make fun of it. But um, it always it always cracked me up that the, uh, the American people, this is probably going to sound bad, but anyway. It's okay. Uh, the American people are like country bunkers and, you know, live in the middle of nowhere without much money. And they're getting these gorgeous looking Ukrainian girls. They, yes, that is on purpose, my friend. Girls yeah, yeah, they reverse it. They do. Yeah, they always do that on purpose on that show, don't they? Like. Yes, they do. Because, and you're always asking yourself, why are they coming back to America? They should go to the other country. (laughs) Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, well, there is the 90 day fiance the the other other way. way, Well, they they mixed it up. Now I think they've actually mixed it up because half the couples, well, you can never tell because sometimes they're like, I'm going over there to get them. Right. So oh, yeah, you don't yeah. know if it's the other way or they're really coming back. But one in particular, there's a dude who lives in L.A. 
does not seem to have a lot of money. Um, young kid, good looking kid, seems pretty smart, um, but doesn't have a lot of money, right? Drives kind of a hoopty car. He's living in like a house where like the bathroom's in another house or something. It's just a weird setup. It looks like it's in somebody's basement or something. Um, oh, God. And then meanwhile, he is trying to marry this English girl who claims, claims loosely, because there's not real evidence of it, that she's quite posh. And she comes from a lot of money and her apartment is very nice. So she's going over to do the 90 day thing in America, but somehow still hoping that he'll come back to England with her. And I'm thinking I'm sitting there and my wife and I are both like, um, why is this guy not on a plane to England right now? Like, why would he want to? (laughs) His is like he lives in a dump. He doesn't have like he's found his sugar mama. Why is he trying to get her to get married in America? Like, uh, do you really think it's that much better in America than it is in England? Like, what? Where do you like Google it? It's not. Yeah, <laughs> like you could. Yeah, you'd be better exactly. off living in London. Go. Yeah, and uh, and the thing is that with the um, just a normal ninety day fiance when the women come to America, uh, if they don't like it and they want to go home, the Americans that they have on the show seem to think, Uh, you know, it's unbelievable. How could anyone (laughs) want to leave America? It's like America is this fantastic place. and I know America is cool with some parts of it, but um, other people like other countries and stuff. I remember, oh, uh, it was a few seasons ago now, but there was a guy that lived down in uh, somewhere down the Bahamas, somewhere down there on the, on an island, and he had a good life. Uh, he didn't have much money, but he was happy and everything. And then this woman in America, in, of course, the middle of America, nowhere near water or anything, in this little, uh, what do they call them, trailer home or something, something like that. Um, She brought him over to America and he had no friends and he couldn't get a job because he wasn't allowed to work for until he gets his green card or whatever, however it works. And... uh, he was like half her age and she's going on about he's the love of my life and and every time she'd say it and look at him or he'd look at the camera and you'd think he's only there to get in America. And I don't even think he was that keen. So it's just like it's very strange that people get into it. is it just to be on tv yes Is that the whole i think i think people are just craving hey i mean there's it's whole fine. generations of kids now who think that they're it's cool to be an entrepreneur of their own brand like they are the brand you know what i mean oh, like yeah. they, they cultivate their followers on their instagram or their socials or and where they where they tell the truth and expose themselves and 
and speak their truths. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. go get away from me, please. <laughs> I think people, and I mean, it's always been like that. That's the world. Yeah. I think these people want yeah. attention They're, They're, I mean, they're, and I think it unfairly focuses a lot of times on the women where the dudes oh, yeah. are, you yeah. know, just as nuts and wanting to be on the show, but they, it's, they, they cast it, you know, every once in a while they do get a dude who's really out there. Um, but, uh, generally speaking, yeah, that, I mean, that's the bottom of the barrel for shows. 90, yeah. I mean, I think it's like teen mom and 90 day fiance. You can't get any worse. You can't get any low <laughs> class more than that, oh, yeah. man. Hang like, on maybe MILF Manor, but even MILF, MILF Manor. Manor's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think that we'll be getting another season. That's all. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, I've never watched the teen moms. I'm sorry. That's uh, that's not something that I need to. I, I watched I it know. once. I can't. I do can it. remember. I thought. I've seen this listed a lot, and so I thought I'll just download one episode because you know sometimes oh, you get yeah. into it, you start following people, and you you know end up liking the show. But uh, no, that and the one where it's uh, I don't know what it's called, but it, they're, they're all really fat people. <laughs> you, mean, you mean my 600 my, my, pound life or yeah yeah that's it yeah that's yeah it. Oh, well of course uh, i mean there's a whole range too of more medical yeah. type that's like a medical type show actually i think i think it appeals to the same people who watch like dr pimple popper or um sex sent me to the er or like uh, these it's kind of like a well that's more of a one-off show that's more of a procedural than a the the 600 pound life is like they actually follow the people yeah yeah that's not i've never watched it so i've just seen it the the head uh, the the name (laughs) i thought oh no no that's not cool to me that's not cool you know what i'm saying like that's just i don't i don't need to be it's the same thing as, you know, it would be like my heroin addiction. You know what I'm saying? I don't, <laughs> that's not fun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to, yeah. or like, hey, everybody, why don't you tune in this week to my struggle with colorectal cancer? Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I do not need to see you going to the doctor and having something shoved up your ass. I wish you exactly. well. I hope you're in remission, but I don't need to watch a reality show on that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the same thing to me, but you know, or oh, like, speaking of which, uh, has na- naked attraction started over there yet? Um, it is, it is airing on HBO or max. I keep on calling it the wrong thing. Sorry, folks, max. Um, it's got like five or six seasons on there now of previous. Wow. Um, I guess the original I'm just dying to find out if they're going to, show everything like they yes do. they do yeah they, they do it's, it's ma it's tv ma and suppose i mean i haven't watched it i'll, I'll have to i have to watch this show but you, i've got to watch it at least once but see that the problem is well we watch a lot well, you know what i don't know that we do we don't watch that much like adult shit i mean maybe some action i don't know my wife and i don't really watch that much like violent stuff we're not into that so 
or I mean, and I don't know about sexual. So I mean, I guess in a normal drama, there is sexuality in it. That's a little bit different. That's just people standing there buck ass naked. Um, yeah, but it's cause our, yeah, kind of like the way our living room is now in our new house is like our son's bedroom is like behind us. So he could easily get up and like kind of sneak a peek. Not that I care like he could see some boobies and weenies. I don't give a shit. We all have it. Um, yeah. but I just feel like we would probably be saying nastier shit that that's what I'm worried about is actually <laughs> the shit. My, Cause my wife and I were terrible, dude. I know you you and your wife are like that too. I'm sure where we're just like make fun of shit and make each other laugh. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, just get uh, we do that cold. all the time. That's the fun of watching the reality yeah. shows, especially man. yeah, reality show. I mean, things like Mast, Mast, for example. Um, we're watching the UK Mast, which is on. I think it's on YouTube, but I'm getting it via Channel Four. Yeah, yeah. I was um, saying we don't get married at first sight. We don't have lifetime anymore. But the new season oh. comes out in America in, April, in October, I should say. No, not October. It is October. Oh, wait. Is it? The, no, it's November. Oh. Maybe it is in a couple of weeks. I know it's within the next month. And we're gonna. I'm going to have to figure out a way to do this, to watch it. Is that the American? Yeah, the American version. About? Yeah, because we got yeah. We changed from DirecTV to YouTube TV, and YouTube TV does not carry Lifetime. It's like the only channel it doesn't carry, which is stupid. I don't know why they have some kind of disagreement with them or they're not paying them enough. But hopefully, maybe they'll get it in time for maths because that's like the big show on on Lifetime, you know? Yeah. Out here. I like the American version. Yeah, me too. It's fun. I like the English version. I have to say, I like the English version the best. The UK. Because, yep, even though they've copied the Australian format and they're not really married. Right. It's real or it seems real. It doesn't seem like the Australian one is so fake. Like, unbelievable. I have to admit, yeah, man, we like, we talked about it last time and I've enjoyed it. One, I think it's way too many. It's even more episodes than the American version, which is like way too many episodes, like 30 episodes. It goes on and on and on. Yes. And the one problem is, too, with the Australian one is I'd be interested in seeing a newer season because for many seasons, they were still in like lockdown and shit and watching people sit in an apartment is just it was like big brother maths. Right, it was yeah. just not fun. It didn't have as yeah. much. They they couldn't meet with the families as much. They couldn't get out and interact with each other as much. And that's what I like. We I remember we talked about this last time. Is the American version started borrowing more of that, where they would have two or three getaways with all the couples, um, and there would be a lot of drama between the couples. The Australian yeah. one leaned too much into that. Like it was more yes. about the drama between, oh, you said something bad about my wife, or oh, she said this. That was it was like more about that than it was the couples themselves. Yeah, and a lot of the time, the so-called arguments between couples in the Australian versions, um, version I should say, um, 
happened off camera. Yes. Which was ridiculous because you're on a TV their, show. <laughs> their, their apartments have got cameras. In, yeah, I know. That, uh, yes. And then buddy. they, yeah. how can they have arguments that aren't covered by the cameras? And so, you know, they'd start off an episode and they'd say, you know, well, after the uh, ceremony last week, uh, this couple uh, had an argument and ended mm-hmm. up and sleeping in different rooms. And you think, well, what was the argument about? <laughs> why, why were they sleeping? Isn't in this why rooms? we're watching the show? Right? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They have an argument over somebody using their toothbrush or some tiny little thing. There was one where a couple who on had been on the, the couch in front of the experts saying how much they loved each other and everything like that. And then they go back to their room, everything is fine. The next week you find out that, well, apparently he was trying to watch a show and she was humming some tune. Yes, I remember this. Yeah, and and then they end up in different rooms, you know, staying in different apartments. And, like, where did that come from? They were best buddies (laughs) a few minutes ago. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. the English one is better than the Australian one Good. because it seems a lot more real. Like the emotions are real, and the stories don't seem as fake. Uh, I I don't know whether they're just better at doing it, or actually, I'm not really sure how how they do it because. The Australian one, you just know the producers have come up with the story to, you know, move things along. But the English one, it, it it's more like the American one in that they they always seem to be really there for the right reasons but aren't matched well together. Yeah. Yeah, because and, they're, and they're matched to get the drama. Right, they're not. Yeah. They're yeah, yeah. but they're, they they boring. are seriously looking for love. They just haven't been matched well. But there are usually a couple that, a couple of couples, I should say, who are matched well, and so you know it gives you a bit of hope that maybe they will work out or something. But. Mm. Um, it's a lot more entertaining because the fights you see, the arguments, I should say, you see, and, you know, they they really do get angry and and look angry or happy and sound happy and, and it doesn't look fake. Whether it is or not, I don't know, but uh, if you can find it anywhere... They used to show it on YouTube last season. I haven't looked to see if it's on YouTube this season. Yeah, they showed at least that one season. I saw one season with like when the um, ah, uh, who was it? It was okay. The two gay guys who were super. The well, the one guy was kind of quiet, right? And the other guy, 
That's right. Was really out there and starting fights with everyone. And yeah. then there was the couple where the guy was really good looking, but super insecure and had like four kids and his wife cheated yeah. on him. And then he thought that the girl was cheating on him because he got, she got into a hot tub and kissed another girl. And instead of like doing the proper thing and being like, okay, it's on baby. He got like all, <laughs> he got all upset about it and was like, you cheated on me. You're going to cheat on me. Just like my <laughs> wife who left me. And she was like, you, have, you, you chill out, dude. And then he just kept on looking like he was going to cry every two minutes. Um, yeah. I liked it, but I still hated the, um, uh, what you would call it, the advisors or the um, oh, the, the experts. experts. Yeah, they were. Yeah, well, one of them's from Australia. From Australia. She was terrible, one? and the and the American guy was like kept on talking so like emphasizing every word. He's like, you know, you love her. Like it was just kind of annoying. <laughs> like his and he was so, like trying to wax poetic every time and. Um, He's still doing that, by the way. Yeah, and the other girl, they never let her speak, and I thought she was the best one. Yeah, actually, she's had a lot more to talk okay, about. Okay, good. This good, because she was like the best one. She actually said some intelligent things, but it was like they yeah. never let her speak. Yeah, I remember exactly what you're talking about because, yeah, it was always the other two that were doing all yep. the talking. Yeah, but yeah. But this season, she's certainly spoken a lot more. Good. I hate her haircuts that she has. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh, I just discovered. Last, last week or the week before, I think, she had. it looked like she had spaghetti on her head. Oh, that's mom's spaghetti. You know, that's tough. It, it just looks, uh, looked revolting. Well, you know, I don't know. And once, once my wife had pointed it out that it, it looked like spaghetti, every time they showed it, all I could think of was Spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah, spaghetti head. Okay. I'll have to look at that. Um, but I did just discover that the new season of Maps is actually this Wednesday here. So in two days. Oh, cool. it, oh that's good. It, the U.S. version. So I'm gonna ha- I got two days to try to figure out how to get Lifetime. Um, yeah. But uh, I should just see if it's ever coming to YouTube. But listen, man, I do need to wrap it up because the kid's coming home from yep. school soon. Um, but no I'm glad worries. we kept on talking, man. This was awesome. We did like almost, we did like an hour and 40 minutes. I feel like we just started. This is great. We got to get you back on sooner than a year, pal. Yeah, certainly. Oh, well, thanks, Axel. Awesome. It's been good. Yes. Thank you very much, Peter. Best to you and your fam. Um, yep. Hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks everybody for listening. Check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. And uh, I think speaking, you were speaking of Bubba. I think I'm going to do a podcast with Bubba later this week. I'm not sure yet, but we're trying to lock that in. Um, oh, good. That might be all I have planned for this week. I'm not so sure, but uh, check the Patreon. I might put up uh, maybe some some ramblings or some musings. And of course, we're going to do around the couch on um, on our American football, the NFL, which oh, I must uh, start. Listening to that, yeah, you should. The, uh, your side's doing well, isn't it? Very well, yes, very well. A lot better than expected after losing our quarterback in the first, uh, the third play of the season. Um, he did his knee, didn't he? Uh, he? He tore his Achilles tendon. Oh, but he's up and walking around. He's manifesting it, man. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's got some crystals taped to it. 
he he, <laughs> he he has anti-vaccines in his blood. He went on uh, Joe Rogan and 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 said some um, manifestations. Um, a witch doctor. He's got voodoo. Everything. He's got everything's oh going God. on. Every, anything he can do. He, he he took a course in miracles. He's he's <laughs> he's ready to go. I don't really give a shit about any of that. I just want him to play football. But we'll talk yeah. about that on Around the Couch. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Okay, bye.